Hello there, I'm Minister Paula Cornett. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast, Revelations from the Heart. I am so excited about what the Lord has in store for you today, and I hope that you will be encouraged by today's message. I'd love to stay connected with you online. You can go to my website at www.paulacornett.weebly.com. Well, grab your Bible and let's get into today's episode. Hello, Pastor Paula Cornett here with Revelations from the Heart podcast, episode number 13. Well, praise the Lord to everybody and thank you for tuning in today. I didn't do a podcast uh, last week uh, because it was just a lot going on and I had to just kind of take a little more time than I usually do just before I rushed and got some content out there, but just making sure that uh, what I was saying, what I was hearing was uh, what needs to be done. So just really was waiting for the go-ahead from the Lord, just waiting for the the go-ahead. Uh, the other day I was at the grocery store and... Um, in fact, I was there on Monday. Today is Thursday. I've been off work from for about three weeks, and I'm so turned around. Don't know what day is. When I get up every morning, I have to tell myself today is Wednesday. Today is Thursday, so I don't uh, lose track. But anyway, I was at the grocery store, and you know, I get all suited up to go in, have on gloves, and have on a mask, and everything. And as I'm going in there, you know, as I encounter people and see people. I found myself smiling at people and I had to keep telling myself, Paula, they cannot see you smiling through this mask because I had this, you know, the mask is covering my mouth. So I had to get past, you know, that point. But, you know, as I go into the grocery store, the one thing that I noticed is just the atmosphere and that it's like super quiet in there, super quiet. In fact, you know, I'm at the back of the store and I'm in Meyer and it's, it's, you know, it's a big store. Um, I'm in the back and I can hear the sound of the scanner scanning the items, you know, the beep, beep. Now, normally when you're in, you know, a place like that, you can't hear that stuff because so much noise and activity going on. But you can't hear that. I could hear it. And as I come in contact with people, you know, people are very somber. You know, they're very, very somber. In fact, I came in contact with one of the workers and, um, she was coming out of the back and, you know, just kind of passed. And so I caught her eye and I smiled. And, you know, of course, she couldn't see my smile, but hopefully she could see, you know, it in my eyes. I said, hello. I said, you know, I spoke to her and she said hi, but it was a high, you know, you could just tell that she was she was very straight faced, like, you know, serious and focused. And I'm sure, you know, the people that are uh, working in those essential businesses, I'm sure that they are overloaded and have a lot going on but just as I go out I try just to be a light to those people you know even in in the midst of um this situation I try to you know still you know continue to speak to the clerks you know and all those kind of things like that and one of the things that I leave them with whoever waits on me is I say to them stay well now to me it's just a neutral way of saying you know no weapon formed against you shall prosper that's really what's behind that stay well but just stay well. And it's like they're working and doing it, trying to get you out of there. And when you say, when I say that, you know, they stop and they look like, thank you. You know, thank you. You know, thank you so very much. And so just trying to be um, a beacon of light to those, you know, that I encounter in that way. So um, one of the reasons why it took me quite a while, I didn't do a podcast last week, is because 
I was just kind of uh, had a lot going on, you know, a little more than normal because I was had a lot of prayer requests from people that had family members, friends that were dealing with this uh, virus. Some of them were several was on the ventilator. Um, some were waiting, you know, waiting tests. They had symptoms. Um, others found out they were positive, were recovering at home and just needed prayer. Several of those people that have been on the list, uh, praise God, have been released. They're home. One person, in fact, they're already back to work. They work in the medical field and they are back to work and just, you know, thanking God and rejoicing. They recovered at home. Some people that uh, had um, were waiting tests because of symptoms. It wasn't what it you know, what it what wasn't COVID-19, it was, you know, something else going on or what have you. And um, several people that uh, were on the ventilator in really bad shape. And, you know, the diagnosis was very grim, but we just continue to stay in faith and prayer. They have gone home. And so I'm just marking them off the list because I know that God is able and that he hears and that he answers prayer. But as I just was, you know, I had all, had had this and then... On top of that, then calling, checking on, you know, family members, loved ones, uh, friends, and just kind of catching up with people and um, just kind of be an encouragement um, to those, you know, that I've come in contact with and uh, taking care of, you know, other business matters and things of that nature. So I just I just said, let me just let me just not rush into it and just just rush into it and put something out here for the sake of putting it out here. But let me just really just take my time. And, and do that and just really waiting for the go ahead from the Lord. And so um, just as I was just all this information, all this, you know, this prayer requests and, and everything, you know, that that was going on. Um, and not only that, but just, you know, as you hear the news reports and uh, just looking at some other things, uh, other uh, what's the what's the word? Um, other hypothesis and other other thoughts as to what's going on, prophetic things, you know, that, 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 that are going on at this time and at this hour. And so I had all those things and weighing them and searching them out and coming to my own conclusions. And in the process of that, you know, it's like I just had to stop for a moment. And I said, let me push all this stuff to the side, not to say that it's not true and factual or anything like that, but let me just push it to the side for just, just a moment. Let me just push it to the side. And I just pushed all that stuff to the side and I just said, Father God, what are you saying? What are you, what are, what are you saying? What are you saying? And so I went to bed that night, got up the next morning. When I woke up the next morning, I immediately heard the word reset. Just, just like that. It's like, as soon as I woke up, I just heard the Holy Spirit say reset. And so, you know, I thought it was a personal word. Like, yes, praise God. Yes, I need to be reset. Thank you, Jesus, for uh, resetting me. And I had a conversation with my oldest brother a couple days after that. And as we were talking, uh, he, in the midst of the conversation, he said that word reset. And it's like, it sparked in me. And I said, hold on, hold on. What did you say? And so, you know, of course, he's looking at me like, what are you talking about? I just said reset. And so when he said that, it made me kind of investigate it more and not just pass it off as, you know, this is a personal word for myself, but that, you know, that the Lord was speaking this word. And as I've just kind of done some research and, and, and looked at some things, um, I've come to realize that the word reset and, you know, what 
the Holy Spirit was saying was not merely a personal word. It wasn't a word that was just for a church, a group of people, but that this is a word that is a global word. And that God is definitely resetting some things. And so I looked up what the word reset means. And so when I looked in the good old Webster's Dictionary, it means to set, adjust, or fix in a new or different way to set again. So God is doing a global reset. Now, how he chooses to do that, that's up to him. Because just as the scripture tells us in... um. Isaiah, I think it's Isaiah 55, 8, God says it, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are my ways, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. So God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And how we think something should take place and happen, you know, is a lot of times not how God does it. And so while, you know, this the information that, you know, I've researched and looked at, um, the only thing is that, you know, we'll just have to see as the days lie ahead how things will pan out. But I will tell you this, that I can come to this conclusion. That let, no, let me back up. Let me not get ahead of myself when I'm thinking about reset. Let me give you an example of this. Um, sometimes, you know, if you have electronic devices, sometimes your phone or iPad or computer will start to act kind of funny. Even your television will start to act kind of funny and start not doing right. Well, one thing that my brother-in-law, who is a computer technological self-taught geek, <laughs> we call him, uh, he knows he's real techie, knows how to do all that kind of stuff. So if I have a techie question, I call my brother-in-law and ask him. And so one particular time I was having a problem with, you know, the television. And so I called to troubleshoot with the people and, you know, the, the, the technician. And they told me all these things. They couldn't come to anything. So then I called my brother-in-law. And I asked him, and he said, well, Paula, unplug the TV. Unplug it and just let it sit for a little while, then plug it back in. And he said, sometimes it just needs to be reset or rebooted. So I did that, and it was it was fine after that. And so I always remember that sometimes if the stuff, you know, your, your um, technology is acting kind of, sometimes you just have to unplug it, turn it off, and let it set because it's going and going and going constantly going going and going and sometimes it just needs to rest it needs to be reset and so that's the same thing you know that's been going on is that and I've talked to several people that you know have kids and they said you know you know we didn't want this to happen you know said but in the midst of this happening what we have really needed to slow down and we've been able to slow down. We've been able just to slow down. And a lot of times, you know, we get so distracted. And a lot of times the stuff that we're doing is not really stuff that we should really be doing. It's not profitable to be doing. But it's just we're doing stuff. And so, you know, I'm of the persuasion that I don't want to just be doing stuff. But I want to be doing purpose. I want to live on, in purpose on purpose. And so I've come to you know, sometimes have to say no to stuff or I'm not going to do that because it's not profitable. You know, it's not profitable for me. So I definitely believe that God is doing a global reset. He's doing a reset. I mean, you know, this is, this is, this is worldwide. This is not an epidemic, but this is a pandemic. This is globally. I've seen how people are crying out to God. And yes, yes, that's definitely what has been needed. That's what has been needed. That's what has been needed um, to take place and um, to do. So 
I've also seen where it has said that um, pollution is clearing up. I know in LA they said that the air is clearer because not as many cars are out, so the smog, you know, is 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 going down. And so, you know, perhaps the Lord say, you just slow down, people. Y'all so wound up. You're so wound up that you know you need to be reset. Now, when I look at the information that you know I've received, even even with news reports and all those kind of things, and you know, I will say this: don't keep the news playing 24/7. Because you don't want to constantly be feeding yourself with that information. Now, I look at the news for information because I need to know what's going on, what the governor is saying, you know, concerning restrictions and all those kind of things like that. I get that. But the things that the media is saying, you know, listen to what the president is saying. Definitely, you know, watch the briefings. And I'll say this. Don't watch the briefings to criticize the president because we can say a lot, but until we're in his position... You know, and our job as Christians is to pray for him. Now, I know some people probably got mad because some of y'all hate President Trump. Well, I'm here to tell you that that's not of God. That is not of God. And while you may not agree with all of his decisions, you may not even agree with his character or anything like that. Your job is to pray for him, is to pray for him. And, you know, I can come to the conclusion of this, that all that is going on, that there's definitely more going on behind the scenes than any of us are aware of. Definitely more going. It's, this is bigger than coronavirus. This is bigger than President Trump. This is bigger than the elections. This is, this, this is bigger than what our natural eye can see. And so, you know, the Lord just revealed to me that, well, let me give you this scripture. Hold on. In Ephesians 6 and 12, Ephesians is one of my favorite books, man. Ephesians 6 and 12 said, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. And this is giving you the rank of demonic forces, okay? Principalities is the top against powers. That's the second. Against the rulers of the darkness of this age. That's the third one. And against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. And we know that one of those um, entities that we're dealing with, one of those spirits that we're dealing with is the spirit of fear. It's the spirit of fear. Now it says that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. So it's not President Trump or whoever. It's not any, we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. We are wrestling against principalities. And child of God, our job is to man up and fight. So how do we fight? On our knees. On our knees. And I definitely know that the reason why these numbers are starting to decrease and decline is because of the prayers of the righteous. Some people that have never prayed before in their life are falling on their knees and crying out to God. Now, the only thing is, is that once this blows over, are you still going to maintain that same fervor? Are you still going to maintain that? Or is this just, you know, because of the time? Because this is one wave, but there are going to be many more. And the next one that comes is probably going to be a lot worse than this. And so, you know, you got to make sure that you are armed and ready at all times for whatever. Okay? So there's definitely more going on than me. So I said, well, what's going on, Pastor Paula? Well, I don't want to get into all of that. You know, but one thing I do know is that there's more going on. And I believe that in the days ahead, a lot of that will unfold as to what is really going on. Now, the Lord just revealed to me, he said that it's my job to deal with what's going on because it's beyond me. God sees and knows everything. You know, I can speculate or I can, you know, 
just put two and two together or, you know, draw my own conclusions and not that they're wrong or anything like that, but that it's just, it's not really, it's God's business and let God deal with that. And he will deal with that. And he is dealing with that. All right. And so what is our job to do? Our job as believers is to pray. The Bible says that the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. All right. He says that, the, the, that our prayers will avail much. So we're to pray. We're not to be in fear. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 1, 7, that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And we're to know that God will take care of us no matter what happens, that God will take care of us because we have the promise of Psalms 91, that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Now you can read it all and I'll go and, you know, read that whole scripture. And, you know, I'm going to say this, that I am so grateful that my brothers and my sister and I, that we have a mother that has trained us to pray. That we have a mother that has trained us to not just read Psalm 91 right now, but to, to be under that continuously has taught us to plead the blood of Jesus. This isn't stuff that we just heard of. This is stuff that we've been taught and that we do on a daily basis. And so then the result of that is that just like my brother, he's a school teacher before um, school was um, let out, you know, they were still in session. He said he was in the in the lounge, teacher's lounge, and some of the other teachers was kind of talking about, you know, this virus and da-da-da, kind of doom and gloom type talking. And he said he was sitting there and he said he didn't say anything. He said, but I said under my breath, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And these are the things that our mother has taught us. So, you know, when the president has taught us how to confess the word. And that's why if you listen to the Facebook Live um, that I do every second Monday, I didn't do that just to take up my time or just to find some time. I do that, do that as a mandate from the Lord. And if you follow along and have implemented you know, prayer into your life and confessing the word. It was for these times. It was for these times because when the pressure is put on you, what's in you is going to come out. So when the pressure was put on, when, when the opposite of what God's word was saying was, you know, my brother, what came up out of him was that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And that's in Isaiah 54, 17, that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. So we have a promise in Psalms 91 that he said that, no destruction that lays the waste in you. No pestilence that walks in the darkness. We don't know what's, what's, what's walking around at night. But it says that nothing will come nigh me or my dwelling. Because I'm abiding in the secret place. I'm dwelling in the secret place of the Most High. So he covers me. He covers me. When I went to the store, <laughs> I got out, you know, in the parking lot. And it's almost like you could just, like, sense, you know, just the atmosphere is thick with just fear and so what came about in my spirit is yea though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil for thou art with me father God you said that you're with me and that if you're with me I know that you're going to protect me you know I know that you're going to protect me you know in um history Roman history the Romans um they were very strong in their military power they put a lot they put all of their faith really in their military strength and so when, when it came to the point that someone 
came that was stronger than them and conquered their military, their city is, you know, the Roman Empire, it's in ruins now because they had their faith on something that would not last. But when you put your trust and faith in God, the kingdom of God is not bothered by this. And those that are citizens of the kingdom, we're not bothered either because we know that God's going to do something. Now, we obey the laws of the land, yes, to, you know, as long as it doesn't infringe upon, you know, or go against, you know, the word of God. You know, we, we listen to what the CDC says. We take the precautions necessary. All right. I get all that. I do all that. But here's the thing is that we got to know that if the economy crashes, the people of God got to still stand. Whatever comes, we got to still stand. And that, you know, the kingdom of God is unshakable. It's immovable. It's immovable. It's unshakable. And so God knows everything that's going on. And so our job is to what? Pray. Pray. Gather your families together and pray. Say, well, I've never done this before. I don't know what to say. If you just say, Father God, help me. Get your children together. Read Psalms 91. Read it to them. Let them get it in their hearts. Let them get it in there. And to know that you got to dwell in that secret place. Now, the secret place is not in church. A lot of times people think because they go to church that there's a secret place is different than just going to church. You got to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. You got to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Okay, then I want to deal with this. Make sure I'm saying I'm going to give you these scriptures too at the end. Um, you know, at the end to, to so that you can go over and, and listen um, to me. I mean, go over, listen to me. I'm what am I talking about? I don't know what I'm talking about, but so that you can, uh, look at these scriptures yourself. I have a couple of thoughts going through my mind. And, um, so I'm going to give you, give you all these. So the scripture in second Chronicles seven fourteen. repentance is always, it's always right to repent regardless of what's going on. It's always right to repent. And it says that, and you, I'm sure you've probably heard it a lot during this time that if my people who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. And that's definitely been, you know, the cry of my heart for quite some time. And it's not talking to the sinners. It's talking to the people of God. That if my people that are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, humble yourself, pray, Seek God's face and turn from their wicked ways. You know, God does not hear everybody's prayer. He only hears the prayers of the righteous. Sometimes some people, when they say they're praying, I'm thinking, Lord, have mercy. I don't want them praying for me because I know the life that they live. You know, the life that they live. And, you know, it just, I mean, it's very plain as day that, you know, and I believe people are coming to that point where they're realizing that, there's things that they need to repent of. I did a podcast about repentance, a whole podcast about repentance. Go back and listen to that. Um, that is so very important that we understand and know what repentance is and what it's not. There's some people that are just going to do whatever they want to do. You know, sometimes people think because they cry that, you know, that they've repented. But crying does not move God. What signifies repentance is going to be a change in behavior. So after we come out of this. After we, you know, get released to start 
um, socializing again or what have you. How is your life going to be different? Are you still going to be, you know, is it still things going to be, is anything going to be different? Anything going to change? Hopefully you'll come out better. Now, some people will probably come out bigger. Some people will probably have gained weight from eating all this food. You know, don't sit around watching Netflix all day. And I'm not saying, you know, you, you got to balance it out. I mean, you got to relax and all that kind of stuff. I get all that. And I do all that. But the main thing is, is that make sure that you solidify your relationship with the Lord. Make sure that, you know, that that that, that you're spending more time uh, with the Lord. Because when we come out of this, there'll be a new assignment. You know, we don't know what things are going to look like. You know, it's never going to be the same. So we don't know what things are going to look like. But one thing that I do know, and I am excited, is that I know that it's going to be good. I know that it's going to be good. And I know that God is definitely doing some things behind the scenes, you know, and everything like that. And a lot of, um, you know, they, they've said here in my state, and I'm sure probably in others, like we haven't even seen the peak and, you know, that it's going to be a deadly weekend and, you know, all this and all that and all this. And I just said, in the name of Jesus, no, it's not. No, it's not. Because we're going to pray. We're going to pray and we're going to believe God to intervene you know in that in this situation we're going to believe God to do just a mighty work and to make you know those predictions to be a lie to be a lie and you know um you really have to redirect your mind and also tell people this that because I, I don't know know you know people that may have they've like got like you see the symptoms and they've gotten the symptoms and the enemy starts telling you have it and this that don't feed into that you know if you get you have just begin to pray and say, Father God, I thank you that by Jesus' stripes, I'm healed. I'm healed. Now, we're getting ready to embark upon, we're in the midst of Passover. It started actually yesterday, April the 8th, and it goes on, I think, until the 16th. And so there's a time in um, the Old Testament when uh, Pharaoh didn't want to let the people go. And so God sent plagues that, that plagued um, that plagued the Egyptians, but they didn't touch the children of Israel he protected them and so the very last plague was the, the the passover and he the instructions were that they were to uh put blood over their doorposts and when the death angel came it would saw the blood and it would pass over them and so um they did that and then you know the firstborn of uh the children were, were killed and so that it was like at that when that happened that's when pharaoh said get them out of here let these people go and the same is true today no we don't have to put blood on our doorposts like they did in the old testament because jesus was the ultimate sacrifice but what we do now is we plead the blood plead the blood of jesus over your family plead the blood of jesus over your children you know sometimes people take too many chances just going out and getting in your car not pleading the blood and just you know going through do and you know god protects us yes we got to be more aware of the time that we're living in i've also seen where people have said you know yes this means it you know, that, that God is really coming through. Like, where have you been? Have you had your head underneath a rock? You know, this is this is not like the, the start of the the uh, end of time. End of time started 2,000 years ago, right? You know, about 2,000 years ago when, um, when, when they had the first uh, Pentecost in Acts chapter 2, I believe it is. And when it, when it when it fell upon them, that started the last days. All right, and Peter um, preached and he said that you know in the last days God will pour out His Spirit upon all flesh, prophesied 
from the book of Joel. And um, that's when it started. All right. They've seen all this stuff up until now. Now, where we are, where we are on the timeline is we're in the, the final moments. We're in the last hour, so to speak. You know, we're in the last hour. We are very, 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 very close. Very close. And that's why I said this is one of many waves. Now, at some point, one of these waves that come is going to take us up out of here. And you want to make sure you're in that number. Make sure you're ready. So people, you know, they've sent, come some, sent me some stuff on this and that. A lot of stuff I don't open up because a lot of that stuff contains viruses or what have you. But um, some of the things that, you know, that I've looked into and I said, well, you know, it could be a conspiracy, you know, a conspiracy or it could be truth. You know, we'll just have to look, we'll just have to wait, you know, and see as to what, you know, is actually happening, what actually is going on. I said, but the thing that we can rest assured is that if you're in Christ, he's going to protect you. For whatever comes, he's going to protect you and you have to trust that he will protect you because that's what he said that he would do. That's what he promised that he would do. So. Let me give you these scriptures to look at. You can look at, if you haven't already looked at them, you may have, you may not. Psalms 91, definitely the antidote to all of this is Psalms 91, 2 Timothy 1 and 7, where it says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. And Isaiah 54, 17, it says, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. 2 Chronicles 7, 14, where it talks about that if my people called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek God's face and turn from their wicked ways. And I'm sure, you know, there are many, many, many others. But like I said, if, if you don't have any of that word in your arsenal, then it's not going to come out. It's not going to come out. And so this is this is the fight. This is, you know, just like... Um, confessing the word and saying the word and you know I make a practice of this I confess the word daily remember memorizing scripture committing it to my memory some people have memorized like the whole Psalms or the whole Proverbs and some people have memorized the whole New Testament now I'm not saying you know <laughs> that not be, might not be for you but definitely want to make sure that you have that word in your arsenal because when the pressure is put on it'll just come out it'll just come out it's pretty pretty phenomenal so the more that you have in it's just like if you have a gun in the natural, you can't shoot it if you don't have no bullets in it. You got to put some bullets in it. And the more that you have in there, you know, the more rounds that you have in there, the more that you can, you know, shoot and stuff. And so you got to have that word in there. And we're definitely living in a day and time where you have to. It's not that you have to. You have to. So we're going to pray. We're going to pray and believe God. And I'm going to be having... um tomorrow see today is thursday right uh yeah thursday the what is the day the ninth i believe it is yeah thursday the ninth april the ninth so tomorrow april the 10th i'm going to be doing a conference call not a facebook live but a conference call prayer and so i'll be sending the information out have really like a a, a good friday prayer and we're going to pray and uh we, we i know you know like god's definitely going to do something this is the Easter season. God is not going to disappoint us. God is not. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm just excited about what God is going to do. And I know that it's going to be great and um, just believe in him. But we want to continue to lift up those that are in the front lines, working doctors, nurses, grocery people, those that are, um, you know, really putting their life on the line to um, continue to maintain things. We want to pray for our president. 
pray that God give him wisdom, those that are working with him, that um, whatever's hidden be exposed and that it be dealt with and that God give him the strength um, to do what uh, needs to be done and give them wisdom as they're searching for answers for a cure. And, um, you know, take some time today, spend some time with the Lord, and then take some time today to relax, to relax, just to relax and just enjoy the moment. Enjoy the moment. I mean, just enjoy the moment. All right. And get something done. Get something done. Get something done. All right. So we're just, we're going to pray. I think I covered everything that I wanted to talk about. Um, and to and, and just remember that, you know, God's doing a reset and just let him reset you. Let him reset you. Um, also, be sure to listen to, um, if you haven't already done so, there was the podcast that was done before this one, very good one, from my personal nutritionist, uh, Camille Gallagher, that um, she gave some tips, um, some practical things, you know, just to, to, to do. And the main thing is, is that uh, you want to make sure on a, on a regular basis, not just now, but that you're eating right. So that your so that your immune system can be strong, and so that you can fight off whatever comes, and that you're taking you know the right supplements and things, and also there's a podcast with my brother Kevin. He did a great podcast. Um, my mother Anna, she did a great podcast, and then there's other uh, just a series on there um, that talks about the foundations of faith. Very powerful, powerful series that talks about the foundations of faith, and then. Um, Another reason why it took me quite a while because I was kind of torn between I wanted to talk about I said well I could talk do the teaching about the armor of God and so that's going to come later on and then I said well I could do one about um, you know in the last days perilous times shall come and go and break all that down that's going to come later but right now this is where the Lord wanted me to do and this is what He wanted me to do and not to be you know but that was just what He said that that I heard was that there's going to be that God is resetting things. He's resetting things. And we just sit back and let God do what he does. Well, let's just have a word of prayer. Father God, we thank you and we praise you that your name is great and full of power. I thank you, Father God, that there is none like you, that you are Jehovah God, that you have all power and authority in your hands. And Father God, I come to you right now in the mighty name of Jesus, there's no other name under heaven whereby men can be saved. But it's at the name of Jesus that every knee shall bow, that every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. And I thank you that you are Lord, Father God. You are Lord. And we glorify your name. We lift you up, Father God. We thank you for counting us worthy to be alive in this time, to watch as things are unfolding, Lord God, according to your plan. And we pray that your perfect will be done in the earth in the name of Jesus. I thank you right now, Father God, for stirring up the hearts and the minds, Father God, of your people. For those that have been asleep, Lord God, let them wake up, Father God. For those, Father God, that have just been kind of, uh, Lord, Father God, I thank you that you have, you've got their attention. Speak to their hearts, Lord God. Reset, Father God, their lives. And I thank you, Lord God. I thank you for witty inventions coming out of this. I thank you for raising up, Father God, those that you've had hidden in the shadows that you're bringing them forth. 
for such a time as this. Oh, Father God, I lift up our president to you. Father God, you tell us in your word to pray for our leaders that we may live in peace. And I pray for those that have hate in their heart, Lord God. Deal with that. Deal with the hatred in the hearts of people for this man. And Father God, I thank you that you use him. That as you said in your word, Father God, that he is your war club, that he will be your war club, Lord God. And as you said that you will smite him, you will use him to smite the nations. Give him wisdom in every area of his life, Lord God. I thank you that you uncover that which is hidden, expose that which needs to be exposed, Lord God. And we thank you for tearing down, Lord God, the forces of darkness and evil. Father God, I thank you that we are seated in heavenly places with you, far above all principalities, all power, all might, and dominion, Lord. Let the intercessors arise, Lord God. With the sword of the spirit, let the intercessors arise, Father God, with decrees and declarations according to your word, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, that you are worthy of all the honor and all the praise, Lord God. We continue to lift up, Father God, those that are working in the front lines, doctors and nurses, Father God, that you give them wisdom, that you protect them from this virus. We pray for those that have lost loved ones, Lord, that you heal their hearts. We pray for those that are presently dealing with this virus, Lord, that you heal as never before, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord God, that the reports that are coming forth from the news media, the negative reports, Lord God, we choose to believe the report of the Lord. And we thank you, Father God, that this too shall pass. Bless those that are working, Lord God, in the maintenance area. Bless those, Father God, that are working as truck drivers that are going to and fro. Protect them, Father God. Protect them, Father God. Pray for pastors and leaders, Lord God, that are leading their people during this time. Father God, don't let them go back the same way. And I thank you, Father God, for moving, Lord God, by your precious Holy Spirit. I thank you, Lord, for faith, faith that removes mountains. I just come against the spirit of fear, and I thank you, Lord God, that that spirit does not have any place in your people, but that we have the spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Now let your peace flood this world. Let your peace flood the nations, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, that you expose, Lord God, what's hidden, Lord God, for you see and you know all, and you, you know everything that's going on. And so we thank you. We thank you for your son, Jesus, who died on the cross who shed his blood so that we could be free, who took our place so that now that we can take his place and say that we've been redeemed. I thank you for the precious blood. I thank you for the cross of Calvary, Lord God. I thank you that our sins have been forgiven. I pray for that one, Lord God, that needs to repent. Touch their heart, Father God, that they will repent before it's too late. I give you all the glory and all the honor and all the praise. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Don't forget, the word of God says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. God bless you.
Thank you for listening to Revelations from the Heart podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with someone in your life. Share this podcast on your social media networks. I'd love for you to connect with me on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, and you can find the links to all my pages at my website at www.paulacornet.weebly. That's W-E-E-B-L-Y.com. God bless you and hope you will take time to listen again soon.